All right, playmakers, big news. The 2023 version of my What's Working in the Indoor Play Industry Guide is here. To learn about exactly what is working best right now for real-life currently operating indoor playground owners, head to the show notes to download my fully updated free guide. That's right. Even if you've downloaded one of my What's Working guides in the past, you will not want to miss this new version made specifically with what's trending and fresh for 2023 in mind. Head to the show notes for the direct link or go to michellecarawana.com slash what's working to get the guide in your inbox right now. If you're in the play and party business and you want to operate with more ease and joy, all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for Small But Mighty Tips Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play or party-based business. All right, playmakers, happy Monday. Let's get right into it today. So as a content creator, one of the most common objections that I get from prospective clients is, well, you put so much content out there for free. So why would I ever purchase one of your paid courses or programs? And before you hit pause or skip on this episode, I promise I'm going to tie everything I talk about in this episode back to your indoor playground business. So just stick with me. But just last week on my Splurge versus Save YouTube video series, where I talk about items that I recommend splurging versus saving on, you know, exactly what it sounds like, someone actually commented and they said, I can't believe you're giving all this information away for free. And while I totally get it now, to be honest, At first, this question would really bug and nag at me, and I would roll my eyes behind my computer screen every single time I saw this type of email or comment come through. But now, several years into creating both free and paid content, I understand this sentiment a lot more, and I slowly had to realize that my annoyance was not a result of their ignorance, but Rather, my own failure to really nail my marketing message and help potential customers understand the difference between my free and paid content. Because they're right, I do put out an insane amount of free content. I mean, every single week, you can expect three profitable play podcast episodes, two YouTube videos, at least one blog, and that's just what I create on my main platforms. I also post on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. You get the idea. You're probably posting just as much about your business. I put a lot of content out into the world, so much of it that you can consume for free. So putting myself in their shoes, yes, I can now see how it can get confusing to someone from the outside looking in. One of my members in my Play Cafe Academy program actually said it best. She said, you know, with this whole brick and mortar business thing, you really don't know what you don't know. And I found that to be so true. How could anyone know there is so much more information to learn and systems to really nail down and concepts to perfect before you can ever really be a successful and fulfilled local business owner? So I wanted to take a few minutes on today's episode to share some insight into the difference 
between my free and paid content, just in case you're one of those listeners who happens to be curious. And again, while this episode doesn't necessarily relate to the content you might create on your blog or social media or other platforms as an indoor playground owner, the concept of free versus paid absolutely permeates into all businesses, including the place-based business. So even if you're already in one of my paid programs, so you likely already understand the vast differences and are tempted to skip this episode, I want to challenge you to stay anyway, because throughout this episode, we're going to touch on some really valuable takeaways like perceived value, the customer journey, boundary setting as a business owner, and more. And as we get started, I just want to clear one thing up. This all kind of comes down to the value that you assign to your time. And let me tell you right now, as an entrepreneur, in order to reach your peak success, you have to value your time. And unfortunately, if anyone listening to this is a woman or a stay-at-home parent, it can be especially tricky to equate our hours and energy with a dollar amount. I totally get it. I really struggled with this as well. So again, heading into this, I just want to give anyone listening permission to assign actual value to your time and your energy. Even if it feels like it doesn't matter in the beginning phases, it's a slippery slope in business to chronically undervalue your gifts, talents, passion, and effort. And it's honestly the reason for many businesses decline and many owners burnouts. For a long time, I convinced myself that I was saving money by binging on free content constantly and doing all of the things myself in my business. I thought I was being such a smart and savvy entrepreneur by being so cost-effective and operating so quote-unquote lean. But what I was really doing was spending my time trying to take this tip from here and that strategy from there and kind of duct taping it all together and expecting it to have this transformative effect on my business. And spoiler alert, it didn't. And just to be clear, when I talk about my personal experience, again, I'm sharing more so about my online business since when I got started in the indoor playground industry, there was really no one out there coaching or offering free or paid content to prospective owners specifically about this industry. But what I have learned over the years in building my online business will absolutely translate into your business. So again, keep that in mind throughout this episode. It really wasn't until I started investing in paid programs and mentorship that I really began to understand from a consumer's perspective what the difference between free and paid content is and what it should be And it actually made me a much more effective educator, content creator, and business owner. Once I started investing in my education and paying money to people who were further ahead than I was, not only did I see results much more quickly, but I also realized just how much time I was spending trying to do it all myself and consuming free content. Honestly, my entire life changed when I came to this realization and started to value my time and assign an actual dollar amount to it. And these days, I will pay just about any amount of money to get my time back. 
because money is a renewable resource. What is not a renewable resource is time. I can't ever get back this time with my kids, time with my husband, time with my friends, or time for myself. And once you actually calculate your hourly rate based on your income or what you take home in your business, based on the money-making tasks that you complete, and if you need some help defining what a money-making task actually is, go back and listen to episode 114 of this podcast. But once you start, again, assigning a dollar amount to your time and training yourself to value it, you can easily decide if a task is worth outsourcing. So for example, we have our house cleaned, groceries delivered, and our lawn cut because all of those tasks cost us a lot less to outsource than what we could make if we focused on money-making tasks in our business or even just resting so that we can recharge the energy that we need to complete those tasks tomorrow or the next day. Because I personally, I don't know about you, but I can't drive a fancy grass-cutting tractor. It would take me like honestly four hours to mow my lawn, I think. It's just not a good use of my time, especially considering that I don't have a ton of childcare. A few years back, one of the members inside my Play Cafe Academy program asked, since I'm always sharing the tools that I pay for and the resources I pay for to free up my time, she said, Michelle, where do you draw the line? When is it worth it to save time and when are you not willing to pay? And my answer to her, and shout out Christine if you're listening, there is no line right now at this phase of my life. I'm willing to pay any amount of money, the renewable resource, to save me time, the non-renewable resource. If that means I can be doing something, again, more productive with my time, whether it's spending time with my family or making money. Now, the trick is, of course, if you can't make in roughly, you know, one hour what you're paying to save an hour, then that's where your line is. Did I always have this luxury? No, absolutely not. For years, I did all the things in my business and I worked all day, every day. And it's okay if you're still learning and in that bootstrapping, scrappy kind of phase because so many of us go through it. But once you find what your thing is and get really good and really focused at making money with it, that's when you can start freeing up your time to do more of that thing. But I get it. The money has to come first. All right. Anyways, I got a little off track here. This is not an episode about time management or outsourcing, but you get the idea. Chances are you understand this concept of delegating tasks that aren't in your genius zone or that aren't a good use of your time. So why can't we think of education the same way? Why for so long was I not willing to delegate all of the years of trial and error and mistakes and pivots to someone who has not only already done it and come out the other side and gotten the result that I want for my own life and business, but who has created an actual blueprint for me to follow so I can get to where they are without all the time, energy, and money wasted. It's because I, and maybe you can relate, I did not understand the difference between free and paid content. All right, so let's get into the differences between my free and paid content. All right, number one, my free content is meant to inspire and motivate 
but my paid programs are for when you're ready to take action. So in other words, free content might teach on a topic, but paid programs are meant to facilitate a transformation. And these are very different. Another way to say this is that free content is more like tips and tricks versus a complete blueprint, framework, or step-by-step solution given to you inside a paid program. Now, I was listening to an interview recently with Lewis House, and he explained that there are typically three levels of content. And pay attention here because I'm going to talk about these three different levels throughout the rest of this episode. And this is where you can really tie it back to your business. So the first level is information. The second is organization. And the third is application. So information would be the most freely available. And that's exactly what I provide here on this podcast and on my YouTube channel. I have no problem giving as much information away as possible for free. I'm actually in the middle of my Validate Your Local Business Idea Challenge right now. You probably heard about it last week if you listen to those episodes. And I've been going live to the 70 participants every single day throughout the week. And I answer any questions they'd like. I leave no questions unanswered. And I stay live until everyone's questions have been discussed. And a lot of people inside that challenge will start with, you know, when they go to ask a question, they'll say, I don't know if this is okay to ask, but, or maybe they'll say something like, I don't know if this information is only for your course students, but, and then they'll go ahead and ask their question. But again, I leave no question unanswered. And that's because all of their questions typically fall under that first category. They're simply looking for information. A perfect example is someone recently asked if they should begin looking for a location before or after completing their business plan and securing funding. And I gave them the basic answer and I directed them to a detailed YouTube video that I already created on that topic and they felt really satisfied with that. The big difference is for anyone enrolled in my Play Cafe Academy program, I don't just give answers to questions or information in other words. I provide an extremely detailed step-by-step business launch checklist that's organized in order of how and when you should complete each step and reach each milestone in the opening process. So that's where we get into the organization level of content. I take all that guesswork out for my students so they can stop researching and start taking real concrete steps towards their opening day. And above that, I share resources for every single step, which gets into the application level of information, actually facilitating implementing those steps that I provide. It takes the organized steps, and again, it helps my students actually apply it to their specific business to save even more time and money. So another example is I provide a detailed industry-specific business plan template, and go step-by-step in the accompanying training for how exactly to complete each each section so banks and landlords actually say yes to working with them. When it comes to creating operating systems and processes ahead of opening, I share standard operating procedure templates, employee manuals, training checklists, operation checklists, like, you know, the opening, closing, mid-shift task lists, 
waivers and customer contracts, literally everything someone might need to actually, again, apply and facilitate the things I teach and operate a successful, profitable indoor playground business. In my free content, I might share why you need to create these things and give some basic tips. But again, I keep the organization and application reserved for those who invest in my paid content when people listening to my podcast or watching my YouTube videos are actually ready to take action. So that's when they start investing in those paid programs. And keep this in mind. And again, if you're multitasking, if you kind of, you know, your attention wandered, come back to me here because the true value of working with an expert isn't in getting all your questions answered. The true value in working with an expert comes from the answers to questions that you didn't even know you should be asking. And that's why I recommend utilizing consultants on a limited basis, myself included, because sure, a one-on-one session will get your questions answered, but there is so much that you likely haven't even thought to ask or inquire about. And that's still just talking about the information portion that doesn't even get into the organization or application levels. All right, so moving along to number two. My free content teaches the what and the why, but not the how. And this again goes back to highlighting the three different levels of content that I mentioned earlier, but I felt like this was worth repeating as its own like unique line item. I love freely sharing as much information as I can on my channels, but if someone is looking for actual help putting putting what I teach into action, that is where I recommend investing in my paid content. And if anyone wants direct access to me, that is definitely going to be behind a paywall. If you want me to be hands-on in your business, again, that's a boundary that I've set as a business owner. Now, not only do I think it's important for educators and content creators and business owners to put the how of their teachings behind a paywall, again, to set healthy boundaries for ourselves and our clients, since many of our methods include a a proprietary system, blueprint, or framework like my Play Cafe Academy course does. And at the end of this episode, I'm going to give you some examples of how you can utilize this boundary setting in your business. But it also helps ensure that those who are consuming the content actually feel motivated to take action. So many times, if information is free or very low cost, people feel less inclined to take action on what they've learned since they only have invested time, which again is chronically undervalued, especially amongst women and stay-at-home parents specifically, and if you know they haven't invested a significant amount of money. Charging helps me give my clients the results that they long for because doing so further moves them to take action. If you know you simply learn or consume as a procrastination tactic and never actually follow the steps of what you're learning, there is no possible way to ever achieve your desired result. But if someone is giving their hard-earned dollars to learn from me and expedite their path to success, I take that very seriously. And as long as they show up and do the work, they will achieve that desired result. I would never accept any money for my courses or programs if I wasn't completely confident that I could help my students get there easier and faster than 
they'd ever be able to otherwise. So this is kind of a twofold. Yes, I do recommend setting that boundary of a paywall, but you also have to deliver and show up and make sure that you give what was promised. So as long as you feel confident that you can, you definitely want to start setting some of your content up behind a paywall. And again, I'm going to talk about how that applies to indoor playground owners in just a moment. But before that, here we go with number three. So my free content topics are usually crafted around objections, whereas my paid programs are focused around solutions. So by this, I mean, I come up with the topics for my free content around the most common questions that I get from my email subscribers, my YouTube subscribers, and my paid members. As an example of an objection that I might try to tackle with my free content is around funding. I get a ton of questions about how expensive how expensive it is to open a physical indoor playground and different places funding may be available for prospective owners. So if you go to my YouTube channel, which is linked in the show notes, I have a video that shares our total build-out cost as well as where we got the money from and why. And I have several other videos about what I recommend splurging versus saving on that I already mentioned. I have tips for saving money on build-out cost and more, all centered around this one objection that I hear. Do I give the exact blueprint of how we got the money, the business plan that we used, and the exact steps that we took to get successfully funded? And am I reviewing the business plans of subscribers and walking them through the process like I do my paid members? No, because again, that gets into the organization and application realms of content. And again, I've set that boundary that access to me is going to be behind a paywall. Now, that doesn't count, you know, DMing me on Instagram or anything like that. But again, if you want me to roll my sleeves up and actually get hands-on in your business, that's going to be something that I charge for. I create content around objections because I know that many people who find answers to their questions in my YouTube videos, up until that point, they'd likely used lack of information or uncertainty as an excuse to not follow their dreams or bring their indoor playground vision to life. Now, have I ever created a video about why I think people should open indoor playgrounds or play cafes? No, you will never catch me trying to convince people who aren't already interested that this is the industry for them. Because truth be told, it is tough and there are way easier ways to make a living. But for those who are already determined to create a positive impact on their communities and create a legacy for their families and a business that their children can be a part of and have decided to do so with an indoor playground and happen to find me while searching for information to actually accomplish this, yes, I will absolutely quash all of their fears and misconceptions so that they can feel confident whether or not they are a good fit to take action on their business vision and therefore graduate from my free content to my paid content. I never want someone to invest in one of my courses who is not a good fit or cannot realistically open this type of business. So again, to help with that clarity, I share information freely and I help with all of those objections. And, you know, spoiler alert, the answer isn't always Yes, you should open an indoor playground. 
I probably tell people that it's not a good business fit for them more so than I say, yes, you are in the perfect situation to bring your business to fruition. All right, last one, number four. My paid content is concise. So one of the goals of my free content is to connect with my audience. So I love using my personality to attract people who have values that align with my own, who would be a great fit for my programs. And I also like to use free content to repel those who would not be a great fit, whether it be due to my values or style or their circumstances, whatever the case may be. So for this reason, I love to tell stories. I love to give glimpses into my personal life and joke around. And my free content is often messy, imperfect, and unscripted. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've already tripped up on my words throughout this episode, but I'm not going to spend hours and hours going back and fixing it because, again, so much of this is authentic. And I know that a lot of you listening appreciate when I don't put out perfectly polished episodes because, quite honestly, if I did spend all of that time editing every single episode, There is no possible way I would be able to give you three episodes a week. It would just be impossible. So I always put the priority over sharing more information and the quality of the content and not necessarily how perfect the audio is. So I hope that you guys appreciate that. And, you know, if I'm wrong, please feel free to correct me. But again, my free content is often messy and perfect and unscripted. So Once someone decides that I am someone that they'd like to learn more from and they upgrade to one of my paid products or memberships, you'll definitely find that that content is quite different. It's clear, concise, it's organized, it's straight to the point, it's edited, and there's no fluff included. And that's because the goal of my paid content is different. The goal of my paid programs is not to develop a relationship with you or make you laugh or get you to know, like, or trust me in order in order to get you closer to a buying decision because you clearly already trusted me enough to be making that buying decision already. My goal is to get you the results that I promised as quickly and efficiently as humanly possible. And while my personality does certainly shine through, I'm sure, I'm not adding any stories in my paid content or, like I said, any fluff unless it contributes directly to the result that I'm helping you achieve. I used to take pride in the number of lessons and the number of downloads and bells and whistles inside of my programs, but now I take pride in the fact that I've developed the systems and frameworks to get my paid members results in the quickest, again, most efficient way possible. Because that's what you're willing to pay for, right? A transformation. And that's what my paid content brings, right? You have limited time. You're busy. I, again, do not want to bore you with any of my paid content. I don't want to waste any of your time. And again, I take it very seriously when I actually charge for content. All right, so to wrap up this episode and then to relate it to your business, just to summarize, my paid content differs from my free content in four ways. Number one, my free content is meant to inspire and motivate, whereas my paid programs are for when people are ready to take action. Number two, my free content teaches the what and the why, but not the how. Number three, my free content topics 
usually are crafted around objections, whereas my paid programs are focused around solutions. And then finally, number four, my paid content is concise. So no fluff allowed. So even if you're listening to this as an indoor playground owner, which many of you will be, and you're not an online educator or a content creator, I hope you still got many great takeaways from this episode. Because if you have gifts in early childhood development or play-based learning or party planning, don't be afraid to share the information that you acquire freely. However, if you have created solutions around helping your clients or followers achieve a certain desired outcome, whatever that may be, again, whether it's helping your child reach a new speech milestone or whether it's creating an amazing DIY balloon arch for their child's party, don't be afraid to set that boundary and charge for your help with organization and application. And again, remember those three different levels of content, information being the most freely available, and then number two, organization, and number three, application. So whether that looks like charging for a live class or creating a downloadable guide, charging truly benefits both you since it protects your proprietary systems, and it also helps your clients because it motivates them into action and actually helps them achieve that desired result. So it is a win-win situation when you actually set that boundary and begin charging for the organization and application levels of content. So if you have any questions about this or anything else I talk about here on this podcast, feel free to message me on Instagram. And if you ever feel moved to action on either launching your business or truly optimizing your indoor playground and designing the life that you dreamed of when you opened your indoor playground in the first place, all of my paid content and courses is, again, in the show notes, just waiting for you whenever you feel called to it. And again, if you're listening to this as an indoor playground owner, don't be afraid to set those boundaries in your business. This is your sign to do that right now, starting today, and that is your play of the day for this episode. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this gave you a little bit of insight into how I structure my content and operate my business. And again, if you have any follow-up questions or anything like that, feel free to send me a message. I would be happy to answer. Again, as I mentioned, that's a that's something that I have been open to as a business owner. All of that information, all my social channels is linked in the show notes. Again, thank you so much for listening. If you found this helpful, the best way that you can show support is to leave a rating and review. I appreciate it and I appreciate you so much for listening. All right, have a great day. I will see you right back here in a couple of days with a brand new episode.